Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Jesus reminds us to watch for the signs of his return. Today, we will explore further what we are seeing in our times that line up with what signs he said would indicate the potential of the end and his return. We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch and as a remnant, prepare as he so leads. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, Here we are uh, approaching the end of March here with our End Times Friday. Yeah, uh, happy Friday. Yeah, happy Friday. We're excited about this. we're going to continue to uh, praying through about how to continue uh, focusing on certain elements of this uh, mm-hmm. in the Word and going back and revisiting uh, certain things because we're going to be close to ending our basically our sequence from going from Daniel, uh, you know, the Gospels into uh, the uh, Revelation. We're in Revelation right. twenty twenty-two. Uh, so the last time uh, that we shared, uh, we talked about the uh, Russian-Ukraine war. Uh, we actually had said uh, it'll be interesting to see exactly what happens because they were lined up ready to go. We weren't sure if they were going to negotiate a settlement or not. Well, they, as we know, uh, now that this is airing, uh, they didn't settle. <laughs> they, right, right. Uh, they went to war. Um, the world is, this is indicative, by the way, of the complications that we live in the world right now uh, and the intertwining of things. So. Um, Russia successfully uh, actually got the uh, European nations, part of basically NATO, right, to be dependent on them for fuel, right, uh, and they gave it to them, you know, relatively inexpensively um, and supply over they can. So they talk a good game, but they can't really completely cut them off because if they do, Russia cuts off their fuel. And they literally wouldn't survive. Right. So they're interdependent now, in a sense, interesting enough, on an enemy uh, that is supplying their basic need of of fuel. Um, And uh, the world has, you know, sanctioned them. And this is really interesting. Um, Actually, you sent this to me and I I verified it. It was they uh, cut off uh, the credit card processing Right in um, Russia, and um, and just just let me let me try to explain how things work fundamentally. When you when you go to your store, mm-hmm. and by the way, uh, the way the world works today, almost nobody takes cash. Uh, yeah, in fact, there'll be signs up asking to not pay in cash right. if you don't have to, right. which is interesting. Right. Yeah, so it's by it's by credit card. Um, uh, interesting enough. Uh, part of it is, and then, it, then they don't have to carry cash and get robbed. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two is is that um, that avoids counterfeiting, mm-hmm. which is really, if, I mean, that the, right now they they were, they were used to be very effective counterfeiters. But when you do, you you put your um, card in a little device. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's processed through a, uh, a company or companies that are strictly transaction based. So they don't even care, you know, it's an American Express, Visa, MasterCard, Discovery, they don't even care. 
Uh, right. They just take this information from your chip or from your from your uh, strip, uh, process it through a electronic uh, system to basically take it from your, uh, you know charge your account that you're going to pay at the end of the month, right? And then and then put the money less by the way usually three percent uh, to the vendor. Uh, and they'll do it immediately. So it's it's a it's a electronic calculation process that is all set up, you know, with great software. Well, what they did is they basically cut that off in Russia. Right. So no longer would the system function to accept credit cards. Which, by the way, guess what? Almost all the Russians use credit cards. Right. Uh, so they were thinking, well, that will stop them and, and force them to have to do something. Well, <laughs> well, and even nowadays, I mean, as you know, our bank cards are linked with a Visa or a MasterCard um, processing thing. So I wondered, yeah. I don't know this, but I wonder if that also cut them from being able to use their bank card as, yeah, you can't, as a it, transaction. It's yeah. called a debit card yeah. uh, through your bank. Yeah, it, it cuts, that's, all, that's all by that system. I thought that was all tied to the same yeah. system, but I so, wasn't sure. So, uh, Russia, and interesting enough, you could you can kind of tell uh, this has been in the works anyway, mm-hmm. because they immediately shifted to another system that they've been developing with China, mm-hmm. and it's functioning. So they they can transact their credit cards; they just don't do it through the uh, Western uh, banking system. They do it right. through through them. Um, and they've lined up with that. Um, so it's, it's uh, uh, in the scriptures, uh, which we haven't get into, maybe, maybe we will, it's uh, there's Gog and Magog, uh, and that's Russia and China. Yeah, and, I'm hearing a lot of buzz about the Gog and Magog yeah. stuff lately. And so that yeah. would be something, you know, as we talk about other things we want to get into. Yeah. I'd love to hear more about that because I have I don't understand that fully. So I'd love to hear the implications of that later. Yeah. But uh, go ahead. And we know I don't, I don't know if you remember when we talked about the Battle of Armageddon, mm-hmm. uh, that the army came from the north. Well, right. Uh, geographically, this is. Something that we don't, it doesn't register with us because of what mm-hmm. we think about geography. But guess what is on the direct northern uh, meridian uh, of uh, Jerusalem? I would assume Russia, probably. Moscow. No? Moscow. Is it? Interesting. I mean, it's, like, it's like, well, wait a minute. Directly north. No, oh, wait a minute. They're, they're, aren't they further way east? You know, no, they're, they're directly north. Uh, yeah. So Russia is directly north of Israel. Uh, and so they march down and uh, hmm. uh, they line up with China because uh, they have the soldiers. So there's Russia, China with 200 million soldiers. Right. Uh, others join them, but uh, they march down against Israel in the Battle of Armageddon. So this, what I saw, and I kind of, I kind of knew this was was happening because I thought the. Uh, they were trying to get away from what's called the U.S. dollar, the transactions right. with the U.S. dollar. And I, I believed and I thought China and Russia were getting ready to say, okay, good. That actually shifts everything to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and interesting enough, now think about this. Uh, Europe, remember, is dependent on Russia for fuel. 
Right. Well, they got to pay for it. Mm-hmm. So they're going to pay for it in the new system. Oh, that's interesting. So it's really, huh. really, really interesting uh, because mm. uh, they've 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 so cleverly. And again, you can look at uh, as we look at the signs. Remember, Jesus said, "Watch the signs." Well, again, as we're observing this, it's like, huh? Uh, it's coming together the way mm-hmm. it's with the way it's portrayed in Scripture. And does that mean? And by the way, it doesn't absolutely mean but does that mean that we're actually moving now toward that because again it's going to happen someday Mm -hmm. and these things have to be put in place they're getting put in place does that mean it's coming sooner than later so it's it's all interesting to do and then another thing uh, that the uh, uh, World Economic Forum which is tied to the uh, Council for Foreign Relations and remember their Pretty Mot- much every influential leader seems to be involved in the World Economic Forum. Yeah, and their and their the, stated their stated um, uh, goal mm-hmm. is one world government. Right. Uh, they are speaking uh, uh, called the Great Reset, uh, and the Great Reset is that um, they come up with a solution. And, uh, and this is interesting because I've just listened to a broadcast from the guy who heads it, uh, the World Economic Forum. And uh, he, said, he said, yeah, there's, there's not going to be any private ownership, but the people of the world are going to actually uh, embrace and like the fact that they don't have any private ownership. Doesn't that kind of sound familiar? Yeah, it does, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was interesting. And then they talked about that uh, we're getting ready uh, for a what's called a massive worldwide cyber attack that will shut down. Yeah, I've heard a shut, lot of buzz. Shut on this. down the electricity, shut down the communications, uh, and everybody will par- be paralyzed. And of course, you know they'll come up, you know, with a, with a solution. Um, and and then I don't know uh, if you followed this or not, but uh, <laughs> one of the big concerns in, in the Ukraine is, uh, uh-oh, uh, the United States has funded 11 uh, biolabs. Oh, biological warfare stuff, uh, Biological right? warfare, and they've got mm-hmm. bad stuff. Anthrax, plague. Uh, and we don't want that in the wrong hands, yeah. Well, because again, if it would get out, they said it would go, it, the, it would go worldwide, similar to what mm-hmm. we experienced with COVID, which they, right. which they said COVID, COVID is a coronavirus, that's always been worldwide. but. That's how easy it, it happens. So they, they move. So um, they're concerned that the Russians don't handle it properly. Which, by the way, mm-hmm. another I- issue is that they they uh, they shut down the electricity to the Chernobyl. Right. Uh, I haven't heard an update on that recently. They said Russia said they're getting it back up, but we okay. don't know. Is mm-hmm. there is there any time that it wasn't? Because it's only got forty eight hours of generators. Right. If they if they are missing power after that forty eight hours to the time they're trying to get it up, they're gonna have they're gonna have nuclear problems, nuclear ex- right. uh, emissions. But the um, uh, so the cyber attack and these biolabs and so, <laughs> um, well that's interesting. Uh, by the way, it's funded by the United, by the United States. And then another thing just came out. They said, well, actually. There's 300 biolabs around the world being funded by the United States uh, with very, really bad stuff. 
so any one of them could easily, you know, do something. So, um, and interesting hmm. enough, uh, I don't know if you remember our discussion of the tribulation, but there's two times where there's a pretty massive death uh, mm-hmm. during one of the seals prior to the tribulation. Right. And then after the tribulation starts and the God's wrath comes, a third, a third of the population dies. Right. Which, I do remember which that. Could be, which could be, you know, uh, these biolabs. So um, hmm. these are all really interesting stuff. And uh, all we can say is, is that... Uh, the world, uh, when, when you think of one world government, you think of this intertwining mm-hmm. of everybody embracing the solution because we're already intertwined. Right. Um, and so I. Which I, we are so, so interconnected yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, because of what happens there impacts everything around the world. And no longer is there a, a pure independence so that. Well, Russia does what they're going to do. Well, then let's just all come against them. Well, because they're intertwined with them. Not that simple. They really can't. No. Interesting enough, guess who can't either? U.S. We can't all the we, way. We buy, yeah. we buy oil from Russia still today. Yeah. During Not this, a during significant this war. amount comparatively. No, but. because we buy it from the Middle East primarily. Uh, yeah. Uh, and we were, you know, again, the, the, uh, the you know, uh, and I don't really have anything to say politically, but. Um, I can remember <laughs> I was actually in Canada uh, when they were getting ready to open up what's called the Keystone Pipeline. Right. And our government uh, canceled it. And the people in Canada were just dumbfounded. And they were making, like, wait, they said, wait a second. You're telling us that we're friendly and we can supply you with cheap oil into mm-hmm. your country through a pipeline. And you're telling me you're going to buy it from the Middle East that isn't friendly? <laughs> right. You know, it was really, it was really interesting to me. So uh, anyway, so as we look at that, we can see that the seriousness of considering the end, if not chaos, even if it's not the end, you know, is, is big. So uh, we're in Revelation uh, 22. We're finishing up. Uh, we've talked about the tribulation. We've talked about the millennium talked about Christ uh, and God uh, creating a new heaven and a new earth, and that it's going to be a pretty cool place. Mm -hmm. Uh, We described heaven. Uh, And so then uh, Jesus, as he's ending the book, now he makes a few interesting uh, statements. So go read verses 12 through 17. uh, Revelation 22, 12 to 17. Behold, I am coming soon, bringing my recompense with me to repay each one for what he has done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes so that they may have the right to the tree of life, that they may enter the city by the gates. Outside are the dogs and sorcerers and the sexually immoral and murderers and idolaters and everyone who loves and practices falsehood. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you about these things for the churches. I am the root and the descendant of David, the bright morning star. The spirit and the bride say, come, and let the one who hears say, come, and let the one who is thirsty come, let the one who desires to take the water of life without price. Yeah. So um, uh, he says, um, and this is interesting, (laughs) he starts out and says, I am coming how? Quickly. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Well. That was quite a while ago. That was, uh, (laughs) you know, that was in 90 AD. So, uh, Mm -hmm. 
evidently. <laughs> His definition of quickly and my definition of quickly are quite are different. Quite the same, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, you know, any any uh, day now, right? Um, so he's uh, now now re remember he already knew that when he spoke it that right. in our in our timeline it's already a minimum two thousand years. Right. Uh, well, and my understanding is that that word even for quickly, some translate as soon, actually um, carries with it the connotation of meaning it's imminent. Imminent. Not that it is necessary. We put it as a time constraint. He puts it as imminent. This will right, happen. Right. So that's right. So when he says it's quick, quickly or imminent, uh, knowing that, that it's this timeline already, what, what, how would you interpret that? I would, I would interpret it that it could be any time now. It's yeah. uh, here. It, there's two things about it. Uh, imminent, quickly, I'm coming means it's absolute. Right. It he, will happen. He's coming back. Absolute. Mm -hmm. uh, and remember, uh, for us, and I hear people say, you know, come, Lord Jesus, come. And I ask him, I said, well, do you know what you're asking for? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I want Jesus to come back. I said, well, do you understand what that means? What are you, what are you talking about? I said, what you're really saying is the you want the tribulation to start. <laughs> because he doesn't come back until the end of the seven years. Right. Uh, so Although I, those who believe pre-trib rapture, well, that's they're how like, they yeah, that means is, I'm out. Yes. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. Um, all right. So, yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. I'm doing that. Uh, oh, yeah. That's right. Tribulation. But, hey, don't worry about it. We're raptured. Yeah. Uh, and I say, are you so sure about that? Right. Uh, right. Well, that's what my church teaches me. Well, the word isn't absolute on that. So, uh, and there's a lot of evidence as we've gone through it is mm -hmm. there's a lot of persecution during the tribulation of believers, which means somebody's here. <laughs> right, right. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see. But uh, so anyway, come Lord Jesus, come. Uh, imminent, it's going to happen absolute 100%. And he says, that's why I want you to have that interesting tension of yes, but not yet. Uh, right. We live today. Uh, don't don't throw away life today for that and say, well, since right. it's coming, I might as well quit. No, you you live life, but you always have that understanding that the end is near, imminent. Um, it's it's going to happen. Uh, it'll be in his timeline. And um, if you if we understood it, and this is where I think a lot of people get confused even today. Um, think about what has to happen to the world. In order for this to happen, what must happen to the world? It must get more and more wicked. Right. And evil is considered good, and good is considered evil. Which, honestly, don't we see that now? It's okay. happening. We it's see happening. that coming, yes. It's happening right now. Um, and uh, see, as I understood it and I've read it, is it doesn't surprise me. Right. Um, and I'm not praying, well, God, just restore everything back to uh, mm -hmm. beauty, beauty. Uh, if, if in fact, this is where it's headed, mm -hmm. see, it has to. Right. He's not gonna, he's not gonna rescue it. It actually has to go to wickedness so that when the Antichrist and the beast step into the play of the one world government, it says everybody embraces it, kind of like that guy from the World Forum that said there'll be no more private ownership and everybody right. in the world is going to actually embrace and like it. Right. Um, now, we would say today, I don't think I'm going to like that. <laughs> <laughs> right. That doesn't seem right to me, but 
the, what happens is that the forces get more and more and more evil and mm-hmm. wicked. And, and we've seen it, in my opinion, just look at culturally over the last 10 years. I think it's, it's accelerated into depravity oh, yeah. uh, of the things that we consider to be normal. Uh, right. That we would we wouldn't have fathomed it ten fifteen twenty years ago. So in the in this in the in the you think of the age of of God's timeline, I see that as lightning speed. Right, it's happening at lightning. It speed. feels like it has gone fast forward. Yeah. in the last ten years yeah. for sure. So yeah. Christ, Christ wants to make sure that he said, okay, it's imminent. Uh, I'm the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Um, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm eternal, and eternity, uh, you know, is a long time. <laughs> so, right. So he's saying, you know, this this period of human time, uh, and that's why I think he says it's quick or soon or imminent. Is see for him, it's really a, a dot. Right. Uh, because it's which is so hard for us to wrap. It's hard, our head hard, around, hard for right? us to do. It, you know? So he said, "It's absolutely going to happen." Uh, blessed are those. Now you read uh, who wash their their robes. Uh, what what version were you were you reading? That? Um, ESV. ESV. Um, yeah. Uh, the 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 he, Greek there is who uh, follow God's commandments. Oh, uh, interesting. Uh, now uh, it's implied. Uh, if you remember, Jesus said in John 14, if you love me, what do you do? You'll keep my commands. Okay, now who is he talking to? To his children. To his children. Okay, now yeah. if you're a child of God, what has happened? He has this, the Holy Spirit dwells within you and yeah. enables you to yeah. keep his because, commands. Because he's washed you clean right? through his work on the cross. Mm-hmm. And then we chose and, and received, believed, and through that, we got we got cleansed. Right. We have the right to now have relationship with him because he took away the requirement of being perfect. Right. Uh, he says, uh, you can now have relationship with me by, by belief. Um, and, and so that's implied. That's why it says, you know, wash yourself clean. You have become clean, you know, by Christ. And then it adds, so, uh, who are doing uh, my commandments and... Uh, Doing commandments is just following him, right? To allow him to fulfill his life in us, because the Holy Spirit's within us. So it's saying, you know, they, those who are walking with him, uh, they have the right to the tree of life, um, and they can go uh, through the gates of the city. Outside are everybody basically who isn't walking with God or hasn't been of God. Uh, right. So that's in a different place, and he says. Um, I've sent my angels to testify to use things. Uh, I am the root of the offspring of David, the bright and morning star. And then he says, um, whoever thirst, come and drink. Who, whoever uh, takes the water, you know, will have life freely. So he's, he's kind of ending this by saying, you know, first of all, it's going to happen. You can count on it. And if I was you, I would, <laughs> I would have a desire to take me in, to live in my life, right. to enjoy me, and make sure that you're on, on this side of the city, uh, huh. that you're operating with me. Uh, because remember, and this is important, uh, there's two things that Jesus makes a statement in the Gospels. One, he says, um, you'll know them by their what? 
their fruit, fruit. by their love too. Yeah, yeah, by their fruit, by their love. Fruit is God's work in you so that the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit is producing fruit. He said, well, you'll know them by their fruit. Uh, it'll be clear. And then two is, he said, a lot of people are going to say, uh, you know, let me in. And he's going to say, what? Depart from me. I never yeah. actually knew you. And the word there, no, um, is I've, you've never experienced me. <clears throat> you talked about me. Right. You, you attended a church. You thought you were religious. May have had all kinds of head knowledge. You, yeah. you might have even said, um, I accepted Christ, but do you really know me? Uh, uh, and so uh, the challenge as he speaks this uh, is, um, are you truly a follower of Christ? And is that absolute? Is it clear to you? Is it certain? Uh, are you seeing fruit? And do you know that you know that you know? that you're walking with, with God. Um, and because we don't have the right to judge that. So right. I, I, I can never say to anybody, well, I'm not sure. <laughs> All I can say is is that um, I do know what he says. And I would urge you to consider if your life isn't having any fruit, if uh, you're not experiencing him because he doesn't know you, you may want to consider, have you truly received him, you know, and lived in the start living his life. Um, right. And it's possible. Because that invitation is still open right it's, now. It's always yes. open. And, and by the way, Paul speaks about this. He says, and that's why we don't have the right to judge it. He says, yeah, there's a lot of believers. They truly are believers. Mm-hmm. Uh, every Everything in their life is a waste, wood, hay, stubble. He said it when you, when you die. It's on, by the way, Jesus says, I'm, I'm going to judge it all. Uh, he even right. says, it, says it right here. Uh, he and says, only what's done for him will last. Yeah. Only what's done for him will last. He said, but hey, you get to, you get to be in heaven. So uh, that's why I, uh, I can never uh, challenge anybody on it other than to say, if you're not experiencing fruit, if you're not ha- enjoying the life of God, two things. One, well, maybe you really haven't had that intimate transaction with him. Right. Maybe you'd like to reconsider that because the invitation is there. And then two is, even if you have, why would you want to walk, live outside the beauty and the wonder of, of God's right. God's perfection and his, his covenant life and blessing and abundant life? Wouldn't you want to learn how to do that right. uh, and, come and, and come and walk with him? And I can help you on, on either case. Um, and it's your choice, you know, which is what mm-hmm. he says. Uh, okay. Um, then he, uh, he ends this. Uh, well, let's, let's uh, we'll, we'll uh, go to 18, do 18 and 19. Sure. <clears throat> I warn everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book. If anyone adds to them, God will add to him the plagues described in this book. And if anyone takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God will take away his share in the tree of life and in the holy city, which are described in this book. That's pretty serious. <laughs> That's yeah. You don't want to mess around with that, um, right? <laughs> so, um, uh, you know, he's saying the prophecy of this book, mm-hmm. um, and it's kind of implying the entire scripture, but particularly the book of Revelation. Uh, it says, um, uh, first of all, hear him. So you know, process him. Uh, the prophecy is truth telling and foretelling, um, and then he says, "What? Don't add to it." Right. Um, and that's what we've tried to do, first, first of all, <laughs> because, you know, um, I love the scriptures, 
and I, I, I receive it as, I think I'll pay attention to this, you know. So, right. So it says, uh, don't add to it. If you do, I'm going to add plagues to you. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't want that. <laughs> I'm not doing that. What the scripture I'm not doing says, that. I'm not more. doing that. You know? And so I've learned uh, to, uh, and this is what, what I do in my discipling. We do this in our retreats. We do this in our ministry, as you know. Uh, well, let's go see what the Word has to say. Right. Um, and I work, and you work, we all work really hard not to add our own stuff into it is well, what does it say and let it read out of it well by the way what it says here is if you add to it i'm going to add plagues to you um well that's kind of important um and so again uh i i I really try to stay away from saying well this is at like it like the rapture for example uh well it's pre-trib rapture uh that's and, and but that's adding to the book because uh, it's not absolute. Well, then I'm adding my own spin on it. It's possible, by the way. Right. But um, I can't say that absolutely. So right. as you're looking at Scripture, particularly in, in Revelation, and people you know, try to analyze it and say, okay, this is it. You know, This is the doctrine of it. Well, it's written in a way. There's no way we can get there. We can't get there with that. It's written mm-hmm. purposely that way. Uh, so I can imagine, and again, the way I thought about it is I'm thinking of, you know, people who live in the Middle Ages, you know, in the year 1000. <clears throat> well, they interpreted this completely different than we would interpret it. Uh, and I think it's purposeful uh, that it's it's written in a way that all we can do is say, well, this is what it says. So it says, right. you know, don't add to it. Um, and then he says, um, and by the way, don't take away, don't dismiss what it says. Right. Because so, these things truly will happen. Yeah, uh, and he says, um, uh, God will take away your part from the book of life uh, that are written in the book. So that's a pretty serious uh, challenge. That, uh, And again, the book of life is, is the joy and wonder of your life. So I think that it says you're not going to experience that. Um, so then he ends it, and just read 20 and 21, and he says, Here, here's how he ends it. Jesus. He who testifies to these things says, Surely I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with you all. Amen. Yeah. Uh, so he says, uh, I'd like to reiterate, Chief John speaking, it's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. And uh, so may it be so. Basically, when you say, come, Lord Jesus, you're saying, may it be so. Um, I, I receive it. I, I get excited about it. Um, I'm not afraid of it. That's why right. even, even the tribulation... To me, why would we be afraid of that? Because first of all, it's a very short period of time, um, and In the we, big scheme of and things, we yes. and we get to now. See, for me, I'm thinking, wouldn't it be fantastic to go into the millennium and live with Christ for a thousand years and then have a new heaven? And I mean, how cool is eternity going to be? Right, uh, right. And so a few a few problems, you know, to get there. Uh, so what? Uh, that's why John says, hey, come, because he just described, I mean, think about John. He saw this, and it scared him, literally, because he couldn't even right. hardly describe it. Well, I'd like you to come. It's going to happen. You know, may it be so. May, may you receive the glory in it, you know. So uh, as we uh, finish this this piece of it, uh, Revelation 22, uh, the cool thing is it's a new heaven and a new earth. It's going to be spectacular. Uh, life with him in eternity 
isn't going to be strumming harps in the core in the clouds. It's going to be uh, occupying physically a new place with him there, physically with us. We'll get to know each other. Right. Uh, it's 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 just beyond our description of yeah. how fantastic. Can I share it? with yeah. you? Um, yeah. God gave me just a great illustration this week um, oh, that spoke to my to to my mother's heart. Mm -hmm. You know that that mom's heart in me. But I was making some plans, some fun things going on of a time when I'm going to have all the kids together. And of course, you know, we start dreaming about the things we want to do and how much fun we're going to have and all of this. And as I'm doing that, God just kind of pricks my heart and he says, do you do you see the delight that you have when we when you get to have all of your kids together yeah, and yeah. do life together? Mm. It's like that is but a glimpse of what I'm looking forward to. Yeah when there is the new heaven and the new earth and all of my children are gathered together and the blessings that I want to be pouring out all the time I could be doing and you could be doing life with me. This is just a little sliver of it. And by the way, when you're in church on Sunday mornings, all worshiping and praising me and laughing together and sharing life with each other, that's another little sliver, a glimpse of how delighted I'm going to be to have all my children in one place. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that a fun? Yeah. That's, I was like, oh, yeah, I yeah, get that as a mom. I, I get that, that's you it. know? Yeah, God's heart for us is uh, community is going to be special. And, um, yeah. and he's going to rejoice. You know, he, he actually rejoices. Uh, and he can't wait. Us. No. Yeah. <laughs> he can't wait. It's interesting because um, remember Jesus said, um, even I don't know the exact time, Mm -hmm. And he's referring to the time uh, in human terms. Right. Uh, he, know, he knows what's going to happen at the end, but he doesn't know the exact uh, pulling of what I call pulling of the trigger. Uh, from, for him, right. he would be, well, let's do it sooner than later because I get to then be with all my children. Like right. you say, you know, that's going to be exciting for that's him. That's going to be fun for him. Um, he's excited for that. And the father, you know, again says, well, not yet. You know, not yet. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah. Uh, so uh, as we look at the implication of it is um, don't be discouraged. Uh, don't ignore it. That's why the last, I think, statement is don't take away and don't add to. Pay attention. Um, and we'll, we'll go back and, and go into some uh, detail here and, and process current stuff and get more into the word and try to spend now because we kind of you know, went through a overview, what we call an overview of it, which we've been doing for a year. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a long overview. <laughs> uh, but now we're going to try to get into some depth and go a little bit deeper now and, and go slower and, and uh, go into certain things. You know, like you said, Gog and Magog, that's a big question. Well, who is yeah. that? Where does that come from, et cetera? So we'll process that. So, uh, Kathy, we had a great time doing this, and uh, we're excited to keep doing it. Uh, it'll be fun. Absolutely. And, uh, uh, he says... Uh, Rejoice, uh, come Lord Jesus. And we're saying hallelujah. Uh, we, we'd like you to come, uh, which we know, by the <laughs> way, is tribulation. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay because he's with us. <laughs> yep. All yep. right. Well, thank you so much, as always, for pouring out your wisdom. Uh, we appreciate that. And if you enjoyed today, be a friend, tell a friend. And remember, send in your questions, especially now as we've wrapped this up and we start to go deeper into other things. Yep. Questions at afjministry.com. Yep. Dot org or dot com? Dot com. Dot com. Questions at afjministry.com. Send them in and, um, and we'll tee them up. Yep. Yep. We'll look forward to it. All right. We'll see you uh, Monday. Sounds great. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. 
brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.